0: Hi, and welcome to Life Lesson Stories for Kids, brought to you by the Maverick Minister Podcasts. I'm Mike Davis.
1: And I'm Grace Smith, and we love to tell stories.
0: Yes, we do, and we have a lot of stories to tell. Some of them are happy.
1: Some of them are kind of sad.
0: Some are a lot of fun.
1: But none of them is boring, and all of them talk about things and ideas that would be great for you to hear.
0: Especially if you're a kid, a teenager, a young person, or a grown-up who is young at heart.
1: So get comfortable because the story of Wiley the Mischievous Fox is about to begin.
0: Once upon a time, long, long ago, there was a great forest in which animals, birds, and creatures of every kind lived together in harmony and peace. All creatures in the forest also spoke the same language and spent time together on a daily basis gathering food and going about their business in much the same way most of us do today.
1: The great forest was lush and beautiful with grand dignified trees reaching high up toward the sky and golden shafts of sunlight brightly lighting up the dense green undergrowth of the forest floor. In addition to the chattering, buzzing, and chirping of the inhabitants of the forest, there was a soothing sound of a graceful stream as it happily wound its way throughout the forest to the great river.
0: Among the animals who lived in the forest was a mountain lion named Wally. He was strong, brave, wise, kind, open-minded, and a good leader. Even though he wasn't officially a king or anything like that, he was very helpful to every animal in the forest and well-liked by everyone. Wally was the one who the forest creatures sought out when they needed advice or help with almost anything. And he spent much of his time checking on the many creatures throughout the forest, making sure they were safe, healthy, and reasonably happy.
1: One day, as Wally was walking near the stream and making his appointed rounds, he came upon Sonny, who was a very large and happy bear. She was always fun to be around because she was good-natured, entertaining, and full of great and funny jokes and stories. Because of her size, Sonny was also a little bit clumsy and not terribly graceful. But that simply added to her charm and everybody loved her.
0: As Wally walked over to say hello to Sonny, he noticed that she was talking to Ollie, the owl, who was sitting on the branch of a tree right above her. Now, Ollie was perhaps the most intelligent creature in the forest. Wally, as well as many other animals, would always consult him when a confusing problem or difficult situation presented itself. Ollie could always find the solution or analyze and solve the most complex problem imaginable. He was also very sociable and enjoyed the company of almost anyone and everyone who lived in the forest.
1: So Wally walked over to the tree and greeted Sonny and Ollie.
0: "'Good morning, friends. I hope you're both well and having an absolutely wonderful day so far,' Sonny replied.
1: "'Oh, yes we are, Wally. It's a beautiful day. We were just discussing Wiley the Fox.'
0: "'I see,'
1: replied Wally.
0: "'I hope he's been behaving himself since the trouble he caused last week.' "'While he seems to have done nothing inappropriate to date,' said Ollie, I'm afraid he's becoming bored with everyday life in the forest again. And he may be planning some mischief or tomfoolery to liven things up for himself soon. Yes, I think so, too, said Sonny.
1: I spoke with him yesterday, and he went on and on about how dull and unexciting everything is around here. He said it was time for him to spice things up and that he knew just how to do it. Wally was quiet for a few moments and then said...
0: Oh... That doesn't sound good. Maybe I should have a talk with Wiley before he gets himself or someone else into trouble. Sonny, would you like to go with me? Sonny replied.
1: Oh, I'd love to go. Maybe together we can talk some sense into him. Ollie said,
0: I think that would be a wonderful idea. And the sooner, the better. Wally agreed,
1: and after saying their goodbyes to Ollie, Wally and Sonny set off in search of Wily the fox.
0: Now, Wally the fox was not actually an awful character or a particular kind of danger to the residents of the forest. But he was mischievous, easily bored, and he liked to play tricks on other animals which usually led them into some kind of trouble. Wily thought that doing those sorts of things was amusing and fun, and having fun was the most important thing in life for him. Unfortunately, he almost never thought about the consequences for others that his tricks and troublemaking might cause.
1: As Wally and Sonny were walking through the forest and looking for Wiley, Wally said to Sonny,
0: Why does that fox have to cause so much trouble? Just last week, while old Mr. Beaver was working on building his dam, Wiley snuck up behind him and made a loud noise just like a howling wolf. Well, the poor old guy got so startled that he fell into the water and a large part of his dam fell apart.
1: Yeah, and Wiley just laughed and laughed. Then he told everybody who would listen how much fun it was to trick the old beaver and watch him fall into the water. That is just such a mean thing to do.
0: Yes, it is. And we need to find Wiley before he does something else that he thinks is funny to another unsuspecting animal. Sonny, do you know where he lives? Yes,
1: yes. He has a den just behind that giant oak tree, right over there.
0: Sonny was pointing to a tree just to the left of the path they were walking.
1: Wally said,
0: Great. Let's go over and talk to him right now. Okay, let's do it. So Wally and Sonny went and found the opening to Wiley's den just at the base of the giant oak tree.
1: Since there was nothing to knock on, Wally just shouted into the opening of the den.
0: Hey, Wiley. it's Wally and Sonny. And we'd like to talk with you about something important. Could you come out?
1: Suddenly, they heard a loud, shrill screaming sound coming from right above them. But before they even had a chance to look up, Wiley, who had leaped off of a branch of the tree, landed right on Sonny's back and continued screaming as he climbed up on top of her head. Then... Taking a breath, he screamed again as he somersaulted off Sonny's head, landed on Wally's back, ran down it, grabbed Wally's tail, and lowered himself lightly to the ground.
0: He only stopped screaming after he reached the ground.
1: Wally and Sonny were completely speechless, and they just looked at Wally as he rolled around on the ground laughing hysterically.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was awesome! (laughs) You should have seen your faces! (laughs) That was the most fun I've had in months. You two are a hoot. Wiley, that was not funny at all. Yeah, you really scared us. I know. (laughs) That was what I was trying to do. And that's what made it so much fun. Maybe that was fun for you, but it wasn't fun for us. In fact, stuff like what you just did is exactly why we came to talk to you. Sonny just made a grouchy bear grunt in agreement. (laughs) Oh, come on, guys. Don't be such party poopers. You're beginning to sound like old Mr. Beaver.
1: Well, maybe we do sound like him, said Sonny. But that's because what you're doing to have fun is causing trouble for others. Why, Mr. Beaver had to completely rebuild his dam and his house because of your fun.
0: Yeah, and what you just did to us could have caused either us or even you to be hurt. Wiley, don't you see how playing your tricks on others is not a good thing? You're already causing a lot of other animals in the forest to think that you're not nice, that you're a menace, and that they should avoid you.
1: Wiley just rolled his eyes and said,
0: Well, what other animals think doesn't bother me. I like playing tricks, and I'm not going to stop. All this being nice stuff is boring anyway, and I hate to be bored. So if you or anyone else wants to avoid me, go ahead. It won't stop me from playing tricks on you or them. So, there. And at that, Wally just walked over to his den under the roots of the giant
1: oak tree and disappeared into it.
0: Wally and Sonny looked at each other in silence for a long moment. And then Sonny said,
1: Well, that didn't go very well, did it? Wally replied,
0: No, it certainly didn't. I don't know what else we can do with him. I have a feeling things are going to get a lot worse before they get better.
1: Isn't there anything else we can do to stop him from upsetting everyone and causing such chaos and problems in the forest?
0: Wally thought for a moment before answering and then said, Well, I suppose we could eat him. But honestly, I don't think that's a realistic solution to the problem.
1: (laughs) I agree totally. Eating Wally would be absolutely disgusting. There must be another solution.
0: I know. Let's go and talk to Ollie about this. He always has a solution for every problem.
1: Right. Ollie will know what to do.
0: So Wally and Sonny hurried back to the tree where Ollie lived and knocked loudly when they arrived.
1: Ollie poked his head out of his roost, which was a rather large hole that had formed in the trunk of his tree after a branch had broken off during a storm.
0: So, I see you have returned, said Ollie. Were you able to speak with Wiley and convince him to abandon his mischievous ways and become more of an upright citizen of the forest?
1: Wally replied dejectedly.
0: Well, not exactly. In fact, not at all.
1: Wally and Sonny recounted the whole story of their encounter with Wiley near his den and his screaming and jumping and somersaulting and aerobatic mountain lion tail flying to the ground.
0: They also recounted their conversation with him after he had stopped laughing at them, and his refusal to make any changes in his trick-playing, pranking, and troublemaking behavior.
1: Ollie, he basically told us that he didn't care what trouble his tricks and pranks caused for others in the forest as long as he had fun and wasn't bored.
0: That's right. And frankly, we don't know what else we can do about him and the trouble he continues to cause. Can Can you you help help us? us?
1: Ollie was quiet for a few moments and then said,
0: Well, this is a thorny problem indeed. He refuses to consider anyone but himself, and he won't listen to reason. So, there is only one other thing left to do. Wally interrupted and said, We eat him, right? Sonny replied in an angry and disgusted voice.
1: Stop saying that! It's a terrible idea!
0: Ollie quickly spoke up. Wally is quite right about that. Getting rid of him in that way would be uncivilized. And besides, I am sure Wiley would make an extremely unpleasant meal.
1: Both Sonny and Ollie looked at Wally, who said,
0: Okay, okay, good point. Sorry, I won't bring that up again.
1: Ollie continued.
0: Now, the one thing left to do that I have in mind is this. We must give the trickster a taste of his own medicine in the hope that once he has experienced being the object of tricks, pranks, and troublemaking, he might realize exactly how unpleasant it makes one feel, and he might be persuaded to change at least some of his behavior.
1: What a great idea,
0: said Sonny. Yes, that's much better than the idea I had. <laughs> But my only question is, how do we do it? Ollie replied. Let's think together about the answer to your question. Now, what kinds of tricks does Wiley most like to play on unsuspecting forest dwellers? Sonny said.
1: He likes to catch them off guard and startle or scare them by making some loud, creepy sound.
0: Yeah, like he did by screaming at us and making a wolf howling sound that startled old Mr. Beaver. Sonny continued.
1: Then he does some crazy stunt like the flying fox acrobatics he did when he landed on me and then jumped over to Wally.
0: And the way he scampered off the beaver dam when Mr. Beaver was falling into the water and the dam started to collapse.
1: Then he just rolls around on the ground laughing and saying how much fun it is to scare others. Ollie said.
0: Hmm, I wonder. Have either of you ever seen Wiley swim in the stream? or stay outside of his den when it rains?" Now that you mention it, no. He always seems to quickly disappear in a rainstorm, and except for drinking and when he crept up behind old Mr. Beaver on the dam, I've never seen him even go near the stream.
1: Neither have I, said Sonny. Do you suppose he could be afraid of
0: water? Ollie replied. Actually, I do. And I think knowing that might be just what we need to develop a plan that will teach Wiley a lesson. So Sonny and Wiley moved closer
1: to Ollie's tree and listened very carefully as Ollie revealed the plan to trick the trickster and hopefully make Wiley a better citizen of the forest in the process.
0: That night, Ollie flew over to visit his friend, Frida the Falcon. Frida was a very large predatory bird who hunted small animals like foxes, for food. And she lived on the far edge of the great forest, very near a good-sized river. Ollie explained the problem of Wiley the fox to Frida. Then he described his plan to teach Wiley a lesson and the part that he hoped Frida would be willing to play in the plan. Wow.
1: When she heard it, she was delighted to be included, and she promised first not to eat Wiley, but rather to play her part in the scheme with great enthusiasm.
0: And so the plan was ready, and it would be carried out the next afternoon at the time when Wiley always went down to the stream to have a drink.
1: It was a beautiful, clear day, and since Wiley had just finished his lunch, it was time for him to go and quench his thirst at the shallow edge of the stream, very near to old Mr. Beaver's dam and house.
0: Wally and Sonny were hiding behind some trees, watching, as Wiley made his way to the stream.
1: But Sonny's size made it pretty difficult for her to hide anywhere, especially behind a tree trunk. So as Wiley passed her on his way to the stream, he said,
0: Sonny, I see you. If you're planning to try and jump out and scare me, it isn't going to work. So come on out from behind the tree. You too, Wiley. You guys are really awful at playing tricks.
1: I guess you're right, Wily. You caught us,
0: said Sonny. Yeah, nobody can fool you. I guess you can't trick a trickster. Wiley laughed and said, You bet. I'm way too smart and tricky for the likes of you. The three of them
1: continued to walk together and had almost reached the stream when suddenly an extremely loud and piercing series of caw, caw, caw sounds came from right above them in the sky.
0: They all looked up and there was a huge falcon, cawing loudly and diving at high speed straight toward Wiley. The
1: falcon's talons opened wide and its sharp, scary claws were poised to grab Wiley.
0: Sonny cried out.
1: Wally, the falcon is after you!
0: Wiley turned to run back to his den. But Wiley said, No, Wiley, you'll never make it back to your den in time. The falcon is too fast. The only thing to do is jump into the stream. It can't get you in the water.
1: Wiley hesitated, looked absolutely panic-stricken, and said, But, uh, uh, but... No time for buts.
0: Jump now or you'll be caught. Frida was just a few feet away from grabbing him when Wiley darted toward the stream and jumped with all his might as far as he could into the middle of it.
1: As Wiley hit the water in the deepest part of the stream, Frida made a graceful lifting motion with her wings, slowed down quickly, and came to rest on the ground between Wally and Sonny. At the same time, Ollie also flew to a small tree near the stream and landed on a sturdy branch.
0: A rather large group of other forest animals who had been victimized by Wiley's pranks also came out of their hiding places, where they had watched the entire scene, and stood at the edge of the stream looking at Wiley in the water.
1: That was when they all realized that Wiley wasn't swimming back toward the stream bank. In fact, he wasn't swimming at all. He was thrashing and sputtering in the water and trying to yell something as he bobbed up and down. Everybody got very quiet and they heard Wiley scream,
0: I, uh, I, I uh, can't swim. I don't know how. Help, help me, I'm drowning. Just as Sonny
1: was about to leap into the stream after him and Wiley was going under the water again, suddenly his head and shoulders rose above the surface. And even though he wasn't swimming, Wiley started quickly moving toward the shore where they were all standing.
0: As he reached the shoreline, Old Mr. Beaver stood up from under the water, with Wiley sitting on his shoulders.
1: Wiley got down from Mr. Beaver, turned to the crowd, and said,
0: That wasn't funny. I could have drowned. I could have been killed. That was a terrible and mean thing to do to me.
1: Wiley replied,
0: Yes, we know. And that's why we did it. So you could understand how offensive, unkind, and dangerous your tricks are, and how they make others feel.
1: That's right. It doesn't feel very good, does it? And it isn't pleasant or funny ever.
0: Wally just stood there soaking wet, looking dejected, and stared at everyone for a few moments. Then he said, Okay, I get it. My tricks and pranks haven't been fun for any of you. And, and
1: I'm sorry. Then he turned to old Mr. Beaver and said, I was
0: so mean to you. And I caused you so much trouble. Why did you jump in the water and save me? After what I did to you, I didn't even deserve your help. Mr.
1: Beaver gave Wiley a hard look and said,
0: Boxy, I didn't save you because you deserved it. I saved you because, good or bad, you're one of us in this forest. And those of us who care look out for each other. I was just looking out for you.
1: Wiley replied, Mr. Beaver...
0: Thank you so much for caring, sir.
1: Then Wiley turned back to everyone on the shore
0: and said, I've learned my lesson. And while I can't make up for all the trouble I've caused you in the past, I promise not to pull any tricks or pranks that will cause you trouble ever again. But that doesn't mean I'm giving up having fun. I'll just find another way to do it without causing any of you problems. And by the way, Miss Falcon, thanks so much for not eating me. And
1: everyone on the shore laughed and applauded Wiley and his new appreciation of what it means to be a part of the forest community.
0: You know, almost everyone has either played a prank or trick on someone else or had one played on them. April Fool's Day is the most pranking day of the year for most of us. Sometimes it can be fun to trick someone, or even be tricked ourselves. Good pranks are playful and can make us laugh, both at ourselves and with others. And happy laughing is always a good thing. But some pranks that aren't so good can make us feel embarrassed, scared, sad, uncomfortable, and maybe even hurt. The
1: difference between a good and a bad prank or trick has to do with whether it's meant to be playful, helpful, and positive for the person being pranked, or simply a source of selfish and uncaring fun for the pranker without any concern for how it might make the person being pranked feel.
0: In our story, Wiley played some really selfish and harmful pranks that caused old Mr. Beaver, Wally, Sonny, and a lot of other animals in the forest problems and trouble. And even
1: though the prank that Ollie, Wally, and Sonny played on him caused him a lot of stress, it also had the positive effect of teaching him that respecting the feelings of others is much more important than just having fun by doing harmful things to them. It also showed Wily that being a part of the forest community meant that even though he hadn't always treated the other forest animals very well with his pranks, they still cared about him.
0: So if you like to play pranks, make sure that the ones you play are good, positive, playful, and helpful to the person on the receiving end of them. Never play a prank on someone you don't know. And make sure that nothing in your prank could be harmful or embarrassing.
1: If you're not sure whether or not your prank fits being a positive one, just don't do it. And if someone plays a prank on you, let that person know how it made you feel. If you laughed and appreciated the joke, say so. But if it wasn't funny or made you uncomfortable, let the prankster know that too, because he or she needs to be aware of how pranks affect others.
0: We hope you enjoyed this story, and we look forward to sharing a whole lot more stories with you in upcoming episodes.
1: Always remember that if you're planning to have fun by pranking someone, it has to be one that will be positive, playful, and helpful for that person. Being kind and caring, even in playing tricks, is always the best way to live each and every day. Thanks Thanks for listening. listening.